This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. So did uh, Gary Johnson get your uh, your vote today with his answer on uh, Aleppo? I I want to vote for him bad now. I do because you. I, I mean, do. people don't really. I don't know if you didn't see this. Basically, we have the video. We'll show you in a second. But basically, they asked Gary Johnson, "What is Aleppo?" And he said, "18 pounds." <laughs> and I think uh, I just assumed because he answered it oh, that way. That, I mean, that's a good good answer. No, he speaks your language. There's no question about that. It's a good answer. No question about should that. We play that. Should we start there? Uh, yeah, let's, this... uh, let's start with uh, Gary. Uh, here it is, just this morning on uh, your spot of postum post-um. Yeah. with uh, it's a Pete shot of and Here it is. What would you do if you were elected about Aleppo? See this guy. Yeah. Mark's about about Aleppo. Aleppo. And what is Aleppo? Aleppo. You're kidding. No. No. Aleppo no, is in Syria. It's the uh, it's the epicenter <laughs> of the refugee crisis. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. Well, with regard to Syria, um, I do think that it's a mess. I think that the only way we, we, that we deal it's with Syria uh, is to join hands uh, with Russia to That's diplomatically bring that no. at an end. Joining hands. Do you really a- think that foreign policy? is so insignificant that somebody running for president of the United States shouldn't even know what Aleppo is, where Aleppo is, why Aleppo is so important? Well, uh, no, I I do understand Aleppo, um, and I I, I understand uh, the crisis that is going on. But when we involve ourselves militarily, when we involve ourselves in these humanitarian go. issues, uh-huh. uh, we end up um, we end up with a situation that, in most cases, is not better, uh, and in many cases, ends up being worse. Uh, see, but that has nothing to do with the question. No, now, the question isn't whether we should have done it; it's why didn't you know about it? That's that's the question here. And and the problem is all he all he had to say there was you know you just caught me unaware I in a, in a I mean what you're not I always mean, Aleppo is not always on the top of an American's mind I hate to say it but it's true and we don't even hear the word that much so you could you know he he. I think he explained that he thought it was an anachronism, right? Now, yeah, here's, here's his actual statement. You want a statement? Real yeah. Quick? Now, yeah. If he had said this off the top if of his head. If he would have said this to Joe, that would have been a good explanation, right. I think. So here's his statement. And, and picture this happening. Hey, what's Aleppo? Uh, what do you mean you know what's Aleppo? Uh, well, uh, it's the state, city of Syria, right? 
If he would have said, oh, well, um, uh, he, this is his statement. This morning, I began my day by setting aside any doubt that I'm human. Yes, I understand. If he would have said, yes, I understand the dynamics of the Syrian conflict. I talk about them every day. But when I hit with what about Aleppo, I immediately was thinking about an acronym, not the Syrian conflict. I blanked. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I will, it will happen again before the course of this campaign is over. Can I name every city in Syria? No. Should I have identified Aleppo? Yes. Do I understand its significance? Yes. As governor, there were many things I didn't know off the top of my head, but I was succeeded by uh, uh, succeeded by surrounding my. But I succeeded by surrounding myself with the right people, getting to the bottom of important issues, and making principled decisions. It worked. This is what a president must do. That's an actually a fine yeah. statement. And, and what if he would have yeah. said that on the fly, it would be a controversy. The issue is that he went mm-hmm. uh, eighteen and spoons, and then it was. Uh, what is Aleppo? I don't even understand. Aleppo? Are you talking about the Alpo, the dog cereal? Is that was a question about? I, I prefer Gravy Train for my dog. Uh, is that still around? They have Gravy Train, right? But I, I don't have a dog. But if I did, I think I'd give it Gravy Train because <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember that little wagon that used to come out when the dog was hungry, and you put a bowl, and then there's the little wagon with the ho- little horses that would come across the floor. And suddenly there's dog food in the bowl. I, I I thought I was really impressed by that as a child. Is that a, is that a good answer? Yeah, it is. Or it is. Okay. Better than 18. Right. Uh, okay. Go back and watch uh, the Libertarian. Um, we should pull this for tomorrow. Uh, it's what, uh, yeah, it's at the end of the week already. Um, we should pull this maybe for next week if this is still a controversy on Monday. Because put this next. Uh, what is Aleppo? Uh, 18. I don't know what spoons. Put it next to him describing the in the the minutia of different strains of marijuana <laughs> in that uh, this man knew more about marijuana than i know about anything he's not an idiot he just doesn't know anything about aleppo apparently and, but, well he's not an idiot but he is a pothead i think he's a pothead, uh, yeah. so yeah, it's a problem it's a big deal to him it's a big de- it's it's one of the first issues that will roll off his tongue when when you yeah. ask him what's important, where do you where what are you, where do you stand as a candidate? That'll be one of the first five things he says. Maybe even the first three. Can we go back to the very beginning of this though? And I, I want to see uh, uh, the douchey way in which this question was asked. I know too. It's, it's Barnacle. It's Barnacle is guy. such a what's his first name? Mike Barnacle. Yeah, Mike Barnacle. He used to a, be on Mimus all the time. A long yes, time ago. that's where I yes. remember from. Uh, here's the question again. Look at the uh, just, Irritating. What would you do if you were elected about Aleppo? About Aleppo. What is Aleppo? Aleppo. Aleppo. He says it. He seems like an actor. Aleppo is in Syria. It's the the epicenter (laughs) of the refugee crisis. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay. All right. That's exactly what you I do think. How could you not know Aleppo immediately? Did I stutter? I said Aleppo. Mm. And I even put my tongue way up at the top of my mouth so you couldn't understand. You couldn't misunderstand the L. Aleppo. (laughs) What a douchebag. Fair. I if mean, if I, anybody yeah. knew who this guy was, he might be, just based on that one question, he might be a candidate for the Douche Hall of Fame. 
Um, uh, yeah, probably, yes, you're probably right. But that's the battle of people I just don't like. And it's, you know, I just think it's a, a little unfair. And I don't even like Gary Johnson as a candidate. I don't like his policies. Um, and he's certainly not an exciting personality. It's just that that does seem unfair. Yeah, just the whole thing. And it's being blown out of proportion like crazy. Everybody, CNN's all over it. Fox is all over it. MSNBC is running it nonstop. It's going to be a tough day for Gary. Uh, yeah, it's, be a it's gonna day. be bad. But let me give you this real quick. I just found this transcript. Okay, <laughs> someone asked a question about marijuana. Well, you're talking about kids with seizures. Uh, I was talking to a researcher oh, yeah. in Washington State. Wait, no, we weren't talking about kids with seizures. We were talking about marijuana. No, well, that was what the question. No, I know. I'm just I, I'm oh. interrupting him right now, <laughs> okay. and I'm telling him no. We weren't talking about kids with seizures. Well, why are you being a jerk to him? That was the question. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike Barnacle. Marijuana! Uh, Mike okay. Barnacle, uh, the animals <laughs> of the morning program. Uh, I'm Bo Beetle. <laughs> yeah, but when is uh, uh, Mike Doris Kearns Goodwin? Dor- uh, Doris Kearns Goodwin. <laughs> uh, stopping by. <laughs> um, so here's the question. It's about seizures and marijuana. Okay. Well, you're talking about kids with seizures. I was talking with a researcher in Washington State where a young lady, a 12-year-old, was having 300 epileptic seizures a week. She was given 40 milligrams of CBD, and the seizures went from 300 to 30. But then she was given the whole plant CBD, whole plant, which contains THC, and the seizures went to two. Like, he's going through in-depth, and it goes Mm -hmm. on and on and on. Well, I was just pointing out, because CBD doesn't contain any THC, legislatures around the country are embracing it, because (laughs) a dramatic improvement, 330, if you go to whole plant CBD, which contains THC, it goes on and on and on. This is like... and it's been uh, very difficult to be confusing educate the firms about marijuana in our state because the perception is completely harmful when we've got marijuana it's up to 95% THC concentration levels, which is unprecedented. <laughs> he knows go, it, man. They, that is he what it. he cares about. The first thing he, the, I, I believe he said something about, um, uh, I think more money in your pocket is better to Greg Gutfield. But the first thing he said about, the first example he had for civil liberties was what? making pot legal. Again, I I don't even care about like it's like a zillionth on my priority list. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah. how it, it, it's if you like the pot, it's always first. <laughs> you know, everyone else in the country is like, oh, I mean, pot. I guess I mean, it doesn't seem super harmful, but I guess you can make it legal or not. I don't really care if you smoke it. Gosh, do you really want to talk about it all the time? Well, yeah, it, it's and like this, CrossFit. The description there is. <laughs> It's about exactly like freaking CrossFit. (laughs) Like CrossFit. It's like no one else cares about CrossFit unless ever the people doing CrossFit, and then all you hear about all the time is CrossFit. And it's the same. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Pat, but no, uh, stumbled uh, onto that. uh, You reminded me of the vegetarian thing too. Same, same, same deal. Totally true. If you're if you're a vegan, especially a vegan, now you're not a militant vegetarian, so you don't do that to us. But the vegetarians. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. If they're militant vegetarians, most obnoxious people living. Well, that's the joke, right? An atheist, a vegan, and a CrossFitter walk into a bar, and, and I knew it. Uh, within an hour. Why? Because they told everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course. Uh, the uh, uh, the newest, the gluten is, is is on this level, too. Gluten. Oh, God, if you're oh eating gluten-free, please yes. tell me more about it, because it's really interesting. Oh. I, you know, I get it. I got it. We're with you. Fine. Do, eat how you want to eat. 
But it becomes the thing, and this is very central to almost everybody in it's the human condition. It's religious fervor. It There's is. an issue. Like, everyone's got their issue, right, that mm-hmm. they really care about him, which takes up more time than it probably should. Yeah. Um, you know, it might be sports for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Um, and we certainly... Including us. Uh, ...berate you with sports, by the way. The NFL yes. starts tonight. Um, but... Uh, but like, and if, you, if you're a music fan, uh, Dirk's Bentley, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, a country guy I'm not real familiar. And yeah. One Republic. That's a pretty good lineup for sure. the for just a regular season game. Yeah, that's pretty decent. NFL kickoff man is no regular season it's game a, anymore. Not anymore. And also a rematch of the Super Bowl, by the way. We should right, point out. which is cool. That but being said, soon it's uh, going to be a national holiday. Mark my words. Absolutely. Believe me. Um, but I, I will say that uh, you know this is a it's with Johnson that is his thing. Yeah, and while it it's consistent with libertarian it thought, it seems to be the biggest that, part of libertarian that's thought the that interests him. only part of libertarian. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's so much like, of it he seems to ignore. Yeah, I, he doesn't seem to care about any of the rest of it. Certainly not taxes. He doesn't even have a plan. He's going to develop something maybe down the line if it comes to him, I guess. But uh, and if you're talking about the top three, again, I keep thinking about this from a Texas perspective because we only have four candidates on there. Right. I mean, the, it. That wouldn't necessarily stop me from voting for Gary Johnson, him not knowing what Aleppo is. Because, I mean, no, honestly, it wouldn't, the, no. other, the other one that and you could feel... That's understandable. Obviously, Trump doesn't know what Aleppo is. No way. And Hillary Clinton knows it only enough to screw it up. Only because so she's I, I, been there. Well, she probably has. She's probably been there. Uh, but she's certainly, you know, familiar with the region, and she knows it. But I don't think she's going to handle it correctly. I yeah. mean, the fact she does have more knowledge than either one of those two on that type of topic, absolutely. Um, but that, that knowledge doesn't always lead to positive things. I mean, honestly, you know, With again, her, I, said this, I said this on radio, but I would, if there's anyone I would trust on that particular issue that's in this election right now, it would mm-hmm. probably be Evan McMullen. Um, who probably who certainly yeah. would be familiar with the region, knows it better than probably anybody else. Um, uh, and from a Texas per- perspective, he won't be on the ballot. Yeah, I mean, can't vote for yeah, him. So. Can't even vote for him. So, you know, and and it's interesting because that incredibly detailed description you just gave from his uh, interview, uh, where he does the pot answer. And he knows every detail, and he knows all the facts on this situation. What does that lead you to? That leads you to medical marijuana, maybe. That doesn't lead you to right. legalizing marijuana to smoke and buy, and everybody, all y'all, y'all come free now on marijuana. I mean, I right. don't have any problem at all with medical marijuana. I mean, if there's, if there's something, and, and I keep hearing about it for cancer patients because it's, it calms the stomach, I guess. Uh, but I understand you can take it in pill form. When you're on chemo, that's what. That's sorry. I was in the middle of taking a drink, and yeah. as you started talking about pot, I glanced up at Jeffy, and he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "It's like what?" He hasn't even reacted the entire show. But when you come up and you say there are benefits to marijuana, he's absolutely on it, off camera, just shaking just his head in violent show. agreement. So, sorry, so there, it's the nausea thing, right? For there, cancer, yes. it's it, it calms the nausea that comes from chemotherapy. Chemo, right? I believe, by the way, and, that is what Johnson not, was talking about, and that's what he's talking the pill about. Form. So the, the pill, pill form, form he's doesn't saying it have doesn't the work THC, as well. right? And it's not working as well. That's okay, and I keep right. hearing that from people. So, if you're a cancer patient, and if that's the only thing that will work for you is to smoke a joint, I go for it. That's. See, to me, that's what the herbs and the plants have been put here for, medicinal purposes. I mean, 
I think that's what tobacco is for. It's supposed to be rubbed on bruises or something. I mean, there, there's things you can do with it that will actually that was what they found. benefit mankind. Uh, tobacco was the source, uh, or at least was part of the process, and what they found that helped the Ebola patients recover. Uh, right. Tobacco was part of that process. Uh, yes. Do you remember this? Right. Yeah, it's I do remember that now. Because they grew, yes. I can't remember exactly right. what it was. It was part of a, it was, right. yeah, uh, well, we can go over the details, I guess it's not that important. So moment, for, for medicine, I don't have a problem with that. And if somebody, what was the ailment that she had? Oh, uh, seizures. seizures. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if that'll, go, if that'll take your seizures from 300 to 2, absolutely. The issue absolutely, here, but, however, with, with medical marijuana, and I'm a guy, honestly, like, I'm fine. You know, if you want to be Colorado, I, it's a weird world we're in right now because what we're saying is it's legal in a state, but it's not legal federally, which means it's illegal. That's how the law works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but... You know, I'm fine as a as a uh, you know a person who likes uh, the laboratories of democracy. I I yeah, I'm fine with states making their own decisions on that. I I'm fine with it. However, the argument against people who didn't like medical marijuana, and I was never on that side of the argument, was completely proven true. Their argument was it's a slippery slope. If you start letting it allowed to be uh, uh, prescribed for patients who have serious issues. Yeah. Uh, states like California will do that and then just make it so anyone can walk in and have a prescription written for something yeah. in five minutes and get medical marijuana for, for uh, recreational and purposes. states like Colorado and totally will just true. legalize it. And they did. And that's what's happened. That's absolutely what they did. Now, you could say, well, yeah. they, the, the effects aren't what they predicted and all that. But their slippery slope argument was completely true. Uh, it was yes. absolutely completely yes. abused by states like California and others. Washington was was pretty early on that. Oregon was pretty early on that, if I remember correctly. Bottom line is they were they were right in that argument um, as to what would happen. Still, I mean, I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I certainly don't have a problem with it medically. And I, I you know, you want to make it legal, you can make it legal. I, in my opinion, but. It's, again, the trillionth priority. We're in the middle of, like, huge humanitarian crises over in uh, uh, with Syria and in Aleppo, as we've talked about many times on this show. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're talking, we've got that, you've got terrorism, you've got people, ISIS, you've got people being shot uh, all over uh, in mass shootings, uh, mainly brought upon by Islamic extremism. You have... Uh, racial strife in this country. You have a ridiculous regulatory struggle uh, structure that costs trillions of dollars per year. You have uh, a tax system that makes absolutely no sense and discourages businesses from opening here and employing Americans. You have candidates that are with two candidates that are sitting here fighting against the free trade system that has not only made our country better, but have made the world better. And you're sitting here worried about marijuana. I, I mean, it's like the nine trillion thing on the list of priorities that some people should be talking about right now. Um, and I understand mm-hmm. it's popular with some younger voters, so maybe that's why he's doing it. It's but, interesting, uh, it too, seems because to, it seems to be popular with him. Usually a, a serious libertarian doesn't even bring it up. I mean, you have to kind of ask him about it. Well, of course, marijuana is one of your things, right? Well, yeah, we want to legalize drugs, but we're not. That's not one of our main issues. I mean, Rand Paul didn't even talk about it. Right, right. Ron Paul didn't even talk that's about true. it. That's true. You're right about that. Uh, what's he doing? 
It's just, it's bizarre. If you ask them about it, they'll say yes. In, in yes. a perfect world, that's what down, we would like. Down the However, road, we'll deal with that. But we've got some, uh, you know, we have a lot of other issues like the economy and taxes we need to take care right. of right now and, and get our troops out of Iraq. And maybe they would say, like, what we do need to solve is the part where we're getting people, we're putting people in jail for these criminal offenses and we need to yes. work on that structure. And obviously, that's not the part that's compelling to him. No, he just likes the pot. <laughs> he just wants to <laughs> smoke it all the time and not be prosecuted for it uh you know if you'd like that maybe uh you know maybe you support companies who feel that way too or you know uh i i don't know if you if you sit around and think about what the companies you use um spend your money doing because a lot of us don't i like i we heard about this phone company and i i don't even remember their name even if we it was wanted one of to the talk bigger ones. Though. It was a big one, though, yes. and it's they spend millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions over time for liberal causes, for Planned Parenthood. Uh, they're given to all these causes that I can't stand, and so uh, all of these companies are doing it. All of the major companies do it. There's just one in particular who's doing it even more than the others. Yeah, and, and it's like, okay, so if I have a cell phone, I have to just accept that. And the answer is no, you don't have to now. Yeah, it's interesting because, like, you know, every company, like, you, you, if you live your entire life trying to figure out where every dollar in every company goes and it goes to causes you don't believe in, it's going to be really difficult. It's hard to mm-hmm. get a, you know, if, if, if McDonald's does something you don't like, where do you go to get a Big Mac? Right? It's difficult. You can't necessarily do that. No, but you but can when, go to a different well, you can restaurant. Go with a di- right. You can go to a different restaurant, but I mean, you know, you may, mm-hmm. you may not know what they do. You want someone who's going to stand up and take a stand for your values. Definitely. Um, and with the phone company, uh, you can actually do this. Uh, Patriot Mobile is the company. Patriot Mobile offers, it's not just a cause, it offers everything that you want from your phone company. Nationwide talk and text with high speed 4G LTE data, competitive prices, and they donate five percent of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice i really love that yeah because yeah yeah like Stu said it's not just the cause so you do want that but you also get the same quality surface you don't want your service to suffer you get the latest phones you don't have to worry about that either well what about my iphone yes your samsung if that's what you like uh it, the mobile company that supports conservative values you believe in and you get all the rest too and maybe they'll even give you one of the new iphones without the headphone jack Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, you, may, you could probably wow. order that. However, they'll have them with the <laughs> headphone jack, too. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze, PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze, or call them 877-367-7524. 877-367-7524. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Drug conversation. No. Um, so, uh, uh, 
Trump uh, had a, they did this thing last night, with, it was the Commander-in-Chief Forum. And I will say, judging by the reaction in the media and um, uh, the general uh, reaction to what happened there, uh, the winner was Donald Trump. Um, in mm. second place was Hillary Clinton. And in dead last place was Matt Lauer. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he was. I gotta say, I only watched bits and pieces of it. Why was uh, why is Lauer anyway. getting so much crap on this? I, I didn't watch the thing. Well, and it's mainly from people who uh, don't like Trump and like Clinton. So we were talking really? the mainstream media, but because he was, he followed up a lot on Clinton and let Trump slide like crazy. Uh, really? on, on stuff like, look, I I opposed the Iraq War from the beginning, and I opposed the Libya thing. Well, you're on, you're on. Radio uh, supporting the Iraq war and you're on video, video uh, wanting the Libya thing to happen. Uh, So, I mean, these are blatant falsehoods and not new ones. He's been saying these things for months all around the country. Others have called him on it. Yeah, others have called him on it. But no one's real. I mean, you got to call him out on that when he says that. Look, there is evidence that you said the exact opposite of that before the war started. Mm -hmm. It was. And he. Even Trump himself in the clip says, look, I go look at it. In 2004, I said I was against it. Well, the war started before 2004. So it doesn't mm-hmm. make any difference if you thought in 2004 you were against it. You could say I, I turned on the Iraq war early. That's fair. I think that's yeah. a fair thing. But he that's not good enough for him. No. He's got to lie about it. He's got to lie about to it. To make it sound like he was perfect on the issue. Right. Um so here he is uh, talking about his plans to defeat ISIS. <laughs> but yesterday you actually told us a little bit about your plan in your speech. You said this, quote, we're going to convene my top generals and they will have 30 days to submit a plan for soundly and quickly defeating ISIS. So is the plan you've been hiding this whole time asking someone else for their plan? No. But when I do come up with a plan that I like and that perhaps agrees with mine or maybe doesn't, I may love what the generals come back with. I will continue. But you have your own plan. I have a plan, but I want to be. I don't want to. Look, I have a very substantial chance of winning. Make America great again. We're going to make America great again. Good. I have a substantial chance of winning. If I win, I don't want to broadcast to the enemy exactly what my plan is. And let me tell you, if I like maybe a combination of my plan and the general's plan or the general's plan, if I like their plan, Matt, I'm not going to call you up and say, Matt, we have a great plan. This is what Obama does. We're going to leave Iraq on a certain But you're going to convene a panel of of generals, and you've already said you know more about ISIS than those generals. Well, they'd probably be different generals, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm looking at the generals today. You probably saw, I have a piece of paper here, I could show it. 88 generals and admirals endorsed me I'd today. I'd like to see that piece of paper, please. 88. They did release that as a press release. 88 so. generals and admirals? Yeah. It's 95 for Clinton, so she beats him by seven there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she released her <laughs> I mean, list. Those things are worthless. I mean, I, 95 former, who cares? Yeah, they're worthless. So those things are, I mean, you know. <laughs> Whatever. Sixty but, waitresses have said the right. Patton Stew show is the greatest of all time. Right. Like especially when when it's if it was every you know if it was eighty eight generals and there was none on the other side maybe it makes a difference but if it's eighty eight and ninety five it just doesn't it's just not part <laughs> it's, of the calculus. It's right? gonna be 
you know, you're going to have a split like that. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's some are going to like him. Generals are going like to be just like the rest of the country. In mm. fact, the odd thing here, of course, is that generals, generally speaking, military officials typically lean Republican. And for yeah. some reason, she's got more than him. Well, this is actually a bad a talking buffoon. point for him. I will say, though, however, his answer there, while he's he's blatantly lying. All he obviously doesn't have a plan. He doesn't know more about doesn't the generals. He doesn't have a plan. He handled that okay, though, because he was. Yes. He said, "Like I'll, I'll talk to the generals. I'm not going to um, telegraph it to the enemy." Yeah, and when, which is smart is a smart thing to say. I will say that his idea of "I'm going to replace the generals" um, is a. I mean, usually politicians say, "I'm going to listen to the generals. I'm not going to come in and replace them because uh, they don't politically agree with me." Um, that, you know, that's not usually the way you go. But I mean, Trump was the guy who said, you know, they'll torture if I want them to torture. Believe me, they'll listen to me. Believe me. I mean, he does think he's going to um, mm-hmm. uh, sort of boss around the military a little bit, um, which is an interesting uh, uh, theory for a country. It usually works out pretty well. Can you name one? Can, when, when, uh, no, well, particularly I'm, I'm, again, well for? I'm, I'm speaking generally here. <laughs> yeah. But when a, when a guy comes in and says he's going to, he knows better than the military, right. And he's going to start bossing that military around to do things that would yeah. be normally against mm-hmm. their conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, that works out well for countries. I know, I know you're speaking in generalities, but can you give us one specific that we you know we can kind of sink our teeth into? Uh, well, I, I could try to be a little more specific. Like All if right. you. If you had, let's say, a leader mm-hmm. who believed they knew more than everybody else, they mm-hmm. were the best and most mm-hmm. successful, mm-hmm. and they had close ties with groups um, uh, and a lot of uh, supporters who had a racial purity on the mind, mm-hmm. um, and then you had a president that, let's say, uh, I I don't know. Um, maybe ha- believed he had a lot more knowledge than um, he actually had, and continually sort of just told people to shut up and listen. Believe me, mm-hmm. um, a country like that would hmm. probably, you know, like, and you know, who knows what they could do with that. That you know, maybe they would grab more power in the executive branch, for like for example, or maybe they would uh, go into uh, neighboring countries uh, they didn't like. Uh, huh. Maybe they would uh, pick a specific group of people that they thought was really bad and and do terrible things to them, and then just force the military to to their will because you know they know better and they'll you know listen. You know, maybe something like that, a country like a situation huh. like that. You know? Can't imagine such a thing, but uh, hmm. like maybe somebody who would like I don't know ignore the constitution of the country, right? Um, and uh. utilize that for their own gains, punish their enemies, reward their friends. You know, wow, something like that. Huh. Again, I don't have specifics. I'm no, trying apparently to not. Paint oh, a picture <laughs> uh, for people who. I think that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. It usually doesn't work out well. No, he's great. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Uh, Washington Post, apparently they had some kind of uh, really beautiful love letter to uh, First Lady Bill Clinton. And predicting that he will embody, quote, wholesome living, unquote. Uh, This is not a parody. not Not a satire from The Onion. In a letter titled, Dear Bill, Resident Clinton uh, 
sycophants, Amy, somebody or other, and uh, Chris uh, Thompson fantasize about the likelihood Bill will get to occupy the White House again. This time, though, as the First Lady, which I doubt he'd be called. Uh, here's the screed they wrote. Um, uh, dear, dear Bill, and then they, they begged the former president to fully own and embrace the First Lady duties. Since more likely than not, you'll be moving back into your 90s homestead in a couple of months. Listen to us, Bill. You have to be the hostess. You have to pick out the China. It's your turn. We need to get this male milestone over and done with, perhaps even more than we need a first female president. Someone needs to be the first male first lady. And no man in history has ever been better suited to the singular demands of this weird job than you. Uh, apparently, Clinton's room-devouring charisma is what makes this work. But this is where the elaboration on uh, Clinton's singular qualifications for First Lady goes a little bit awry if you're attached at all to reality and truth. Uh, they said, for the First Lady, uh, you will serve as a role model for wholesome living. <laughs> what? I mean, this is the yeah, guy uh, yeah, he's... who apparently raped someone. This is a guy well, okay. who allegedly allegedly raped someone. This is a guy who, according to Linda Tripp, who sat outside his office, said he actually uh, engaged in sex with thousands of women at the White House. Really? I don't remember Thousands. That. She actually used the word thousands of women. <laughs> I mean, that's just... It's unfathomable. Plus, you know, you got the obvious Monica Lewinsky's and the and uh, uh, what was the first one? Do you remember the uh, Jennifer, Flowers? Jennifer Flowers was the first one? And then there was uh, like Kathleen Willey, Paula Jones. I mean, we know about five or six of them. Uh, and he's the wholesome living guy. I mean, the Washington Post and these these. Sycophants, I think, is a good word. Are just so out of touch with reality. It's it's hard to imagine. Jeffy, you uh, made a face when uh, Pat was being critical of someone having sex with thousands of people in the White House. Just wanted to get your clear what you wanted to give as input there. Well, first of all, we do only know about four or five, so we're taking this mm -hmm. lady's word for it. Hearsay that there were thousands. Okay, but even if there were thousands, right, at the White House, mm -hmm. that means he was there working. They're working for us still. Yeah, and right. Was, that that doesn't mean he was around. a bad president, right? That's right. It's personal life. It's his personal, personal life. life doesn't matter. Doesn't know? matter. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, where, what side are you hearing that argument from these days? Yeah, where do it you? Ain't, it ain't Democrats. All of a sudden, that's I mean, a big Republican talking point. I know. Uh, right? Personal from life, the character. Same freaking people. Oh, God, don't get me started. Let's <laughs> just more, take a break. More <laughs> That, that's um, hard to swallow. Big, big talking point yeah. for Republicans. A character doesn't huh. matter anymore. Yep. That's weird. That's a weird thing. Yeah. Things change the iPhone 6? <laughs> I have the uh, iPhone 6. Sucker! 6 Plus. Now there's already 
7. Although I, I think, by looking at what I've learned about the iPhone 7, mm-hmm. uh, I think I will not upgrade. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I, think, I think these changes are bad. You why, think they're why, bad? Watch the video, and, right. and you tell me you think these are good changes. Let's check it out. The new integrated antennas, you can barely see them at all anymore. Uh, Re-engineering it from the inside out in many ways, including new seals and new adhesives. Your iPhone will be safe from water or dust. Okay, that's the nice. The new camera system mm-hmm. in the iPhone 7. Mm-hmm. There's an optical image stabilizer in all iPhones. There's a wider F1.8 aperture lens that lets oh, 5% more that. light just onto just the sensor. Cameras this better. is what we're doing on iPhone 7 Plus. It's plus a second camera. One has the wide-angle 28-millimeter lens. The Mm -hmm. other is a telephoto 56-millimeter lens. We also have the best camera we've ever had on the front side as well. There's a new seven megapixel mm. FaceTime HD camera. The cameras are better. Five it's all same stuff. Speakers are built in for iPhone Seven and Seven Plus. There's stereo speakers. Oh. One is at the bottom. The other is the top. Kind of we nice. also put out twice the volume That's of the important. speakers in the That's iPhone Six yeah, S like Plus. They deliver yeah. great battery life. This Five hours each, and there's a battery and charger built into its case, so you can recharge directly from the battery in the case for up to 24 hours of listening. Well, why do you have to we'll do ship that? Ship in late October, right. and price is just 159. What? Okay. The iPhone 7 is 159 bucks? No. 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 The stupid, the, no, the the stupid video, for some reason, skipped oh. the most important thing that was talked about in every media report, which, which is was, the reason you need the stupid wireless headphones is because there's nowhere to plug no your headphones in. There's no headphone jack. They remove the headphone jack, so now you have to wear wireless headphones that dangle out of your ear like earrings. Um, and there are extra $159. Yes. Oh. My God. I mean, that is, so you have, or you have to get an adapter to plug in normal headphones. Um, which, I mean, I, why do why? they keep doing these I weird things? Know. Why? No, that's an easy port. Everyone can put headphones in. I swear mm. it's because of that, right? That sucks. Not yes. to mention, a lot of these businesses have, uh, built their, like, mm. for example, like the Square, um, uh, uh, credit card swipe thing, so that like you know, right. when I get my hair cut, the person mm-hmm. who gets their hair cut, I can pay with a credit card because they just do it on their on iPhone, the right? They just yep. sw- swipe the card. But those all plug into the the audio uh, port, uh, and a lot of different products that are add-ons to the iPhone do that. Mm. The speculation is they did that so to, to screw with those companies to say right. essentially like, well, you know what, you're making all this profit off of our phone, well, maybe we'll release those things um, or make you. Come to us and say, uh, well, you know, we're going to have to specifically design something for you, and they're going to get a piece of it. I don't know if that's true. Eventually, that's they're the, going to shoot themselves in the foot with this crap. Who's the guy? None of these things are exciting, are they? No, the phone's not really. The camera's oh, it's all camera good. Stuff. If I, I want a camera that good, I'll just buy a camera. Yeah, if you're, I, if you're yeah. that into photography, uh, yeah. you're not into the phone. Right. Right. I, I will say the, the speakers are one thing I'd be interested the in. The speaker like I'm that. interested in. Yeah. Uh, other than that, none of that stuff really. I mean, if there, it, none of it's. I mean, like, is it nice that it's waterproof? Yes. I don't. I don't take my phone in the water, though. So I mean, no, I don't obviously either. it could happen, and if it's it does never happen, been a problem for me. But. You know, but with I have uh, Square Trade, and uh, you know, if I if I fall in the water, then I'm gonna call Square Trade. They're gonna give me a new phone. Yeah. What's that I'm gonna do? Yeah. Who's this guy? Is this the head of Apple, That's, or is, is that this Cook? Is that Cook? Is that Tim Cook? I don't know. I don't know. Because he's terrible. Andrew, do you know who that was? He's terrible. Is that Cook? That is. That Senior is, VP. That is no Steve Jobs. Oh, no. That is no Steve Jobs. Uh, that's really... Wow. Okay, well, 
Uh, I'm two generations behind now, as of next week, because I still have the five. And it's perfectly fine for me, because I don't use it anyway. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm two generations uh, back from the Samsung. I think I was going to stay there, too, since the new Note 7. They recalled all of those. They did? All of them. Really? They recalled them? All of them. Why? The, because the batteries were catching fire. Oh, that's a good they reason. Had, uh, you should keep yours. Well, no, it was not this brand. Oh. Uh, you want me to get the new one? So you should get the new one and just yeah, keep before, it. Get one that wasn't sent back yet. Um, you know what? Because be that's cheaper. a collector's item. Be collector's cheaper. item, right? And I would put that right near your bed. <laughs> Here's an idea. Because uh, <laughs> they're going to be so well, cheap. Cause fire. Would, they're going to be, oh, hold on. They're nah, gonna be so, should be fine. They're going to be so cheap. What if you made a blanket out of them and crawled in and like just... You got to do you that. Use that because that's going to keep I you say warm. You'd, you'd try that. Because uh, <laughs> what then they're it, right. saying is, is that they would catch fire. <laughs> right, oh, then no. it keeps you warm. I got a better idea. You should see if the phone <laughs> will go in your gas tank of your car. Oh my god! Why would you and keep it in the there? Because it's a safe spot. No one's going to look for your phone in there. It'll never and get then, stolen. And I guarantee it. Right, and you just keep calling it over and over again. Idea. Well, we'll call. Yeah, what if we we'll, we'll call like 25, 50 times a day just to see what happens, you know? And you don't have to answer. Just leave it in the well, gas Well, you can answer anyway because you have the Bluetooth connection in your car, right? Or you got one of those. Or you just answer yep. it from your steering you, wheel. I got an idea, too. If you can't find the phone and you need it, you could just light a match and just go inside the <laughs> yeah, gas tank. You. And, and then it'll light your way. Right you can there. look for it. Yeah, It'll be right there. Uh, if It'll you drop it, it down there, yeah. it lights up a little bit brighter. I don't know if you know that. So huh. okay. we, we want you to, to be Killed huh. in a fire. looking out for you, my friend. Uh, That's what we're always doing. Thank yeah. you. So and we want you killed in a fire. <laughs> what? Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back is the phone number. Back with more in just a second. Realize that we catch fire. Well, I mean, you know, I think that's overrated. I think that whole fire hazard oh, thing, come on, yeah, come on now. Well, what is this, the, oh, the Stone Ages fire? There's come no fire on. anymore. Son of Joseph. Stu. Uh, um, from here. You're not from here. A, You're not from here. Son of... You're an interloper. Where are you really from? Why won't you well, say? Was I born? What are you hiding? Like the city. Were you born in Kenya? You bastard. <laughs> Wait, why is it bad if I was born in Kenya? I'm not trying to run for president. Now just people that were born in Kenya are bad? You can't be on television having been in, born in Kenya. Is there some... What clause is that? It's I, the American clause. Yeah, where you got to be an American to, to yeah. broadcast in America. Well, but there's a this lot of non-Americans that broadcast. Speak American and be from Not America. Not from Kenya. <laughs> no, I mean a lot. Not of from Kenya, Stu. Oh, you can run in a marathon if you're sure, from Kenya. I can't think of any Kenyan but you broadcast. Cannot, Thank you. You cannot broadcast. Thank you. All right. <laughs> By the way, coming up, we have uh, our NFL over-unders. We do this every single year. Yeah. Um, and every year... Can you um, believe it's here? I can't believe it's here. I'm so excited. I cannot believe tonight's the night. Going to be all right. And, of course, we have all sorts of crap to do here at work today. So it's going to be, like, borderline yep. if we can get out of here to get, go watch this game. Probably miss a I'm little bit of the first quarter. Yeah. Um, I may have to go to DVR. 
uh, and good idea. start from the beginning. I want to see that. I kind of want to see the pregame. I want I want the whole buildup of the season. <sighs> and even if I'm a little delayed, I'd, I'd even watch Dirks Bentley. Who I don't like country music, but I'd watch. I that. like Dirks Bentley. That's just getting good. just getting ready for it. And you know who you're, you're going to see your girl on Sunday? She's been doing right. the, they've been doing those little teaser things. Okay, no, Sunday night or whatever that is. I, yeah. I don't know. The but, Carrie Underwood thing. Yeah. yeah, they're like five or ten seconds each, and just. But it got me so psyched for the season. Yes. Yeah. Sunday case, night football. And in case up. you're just joining us, uh, yesterday she called in Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Um, it actually wasn't Carrie Underwood. Uh, Carrie from Oklahoma. Right, not Underwood, though. You're telling me there's more than one Carrie in Oklahoma? Yes, as unlikely as that seems. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Pat, okay. She said it was her. <laughs> okay, and JFK was killed by Lee Harvey Oswald and not Ted Cruz's father. Yes. She said it was Indian. her. Oh, he, he buys that one, too. You're the right, The caller Jeffy. said yes. it was her. Thank you. We're not supposed to take our callers at their word? Well, I don't know. Is it on the front page of the Enquirer, the National Enquirer? Do they have a story that she called in I mean, yesterday? they got the Edwards thing right. They did. They, they, I mean, they nailed that. They got the Ted Cruz affairs right. And I heard from Don that they're I, a I, very I credible source. <laughs> Pulitzer. So, I'd give him the Pulitzer. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, all right. Harry Reid blaming uh, Republicans now for the uh, Zika scourge. <laughs> It's in one place, in one city, in in the entire uh, continent of North America. And it's a scourge. Uh, Reed would like the country to believe Republicans blocked the Zika funding. Um, there's <clears> one <throat> issue with that, though. But it was, uh, yeah. He was wasn't. filibustering the bill. Yeah. Um, they, the Republicans <clears throat> have tried to pass this, I believe, three times. And every time have been blocked by Democrats. But he tweeted out, while ours insisted on vacation, Zika spread in the U.S. mainland. Because of Republican inaction, our entire nation is exposed to the scourge. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, I don't know how you operate a society when you have a situation in which Harry Reid himself was part of a filibuster to stop this funding. And then he's blaming others in action. And and and, and feels the confidence to be able to go publicly in mm-hmm. print and state that. It, I mean, when you have right? a society that's operating that poorly, I don't know how you survive. I guess this is you get an election like this. This is how, I mean, I guess that's, that's exactly how we got here. I guess that's how you get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Harry Reid is just straight out lying. He obviously did this in 2012 with the tax uh, returns right. uh, of, of Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. He is. An incredible, dishonest liar, and mm-hmm. some have said is the worst person on the face of the earth, and yeah. yet he's still, uh, you know, a Senate leader. The I, worst person on the face I, of the earth, people have said, Pat. People I, have said I, it. And it's true. I, yes, they have said I, it. I don't know how you deny it's it. It's been said, and it is true. And he, he, he needs he's to answer out to for prove it, it and solidify that fact and make sure that it's indelibly etched into history. It's funny. You'd think uh, as he's leaving the Senate anyway, uh, you know, his election is no longer an issue. Uh, yeah. There's a going to be uh, there's a toss up for that seat in the uh, Senate right now as to who will, will replace him. But it's it's a situation where you'd think he would, I don't know, get to a point where he would maybe want to make his legacy about something other than lying you know, maybe he would say, you know what, right. I've been lying for a long time. Maybe I should try to be honest for the last month. You know? <laughs> I wish. Nope. Uh, no. Doesn't care. He does Going out in a blaze of glory. Not care. Wow. And Amazing. if he's going to be truthful, I'd like to hear the truth behind the whole uh, eye patch thing. The whole 
injury yes. incident that uh, my I guess is that was the time he was, that was the time he's going to tell the truth and then he found out what happens to him when he does so <laughs> <laughs> he fell off an exercise machine no I don't know. <laughs> Too. Yeah, welcome to it. What is Aleppo, Pat? Uh, le- what? What is Aleppo? Uh, I, I, I don't know what that is. Okay, it's a city. In a si- what do you, what's wrong with this city? It's in, it's in Syria. Is it being uh, a city where? In Syria. Syria... The, it's a country. Is that like a, is a, a country? It's a country, yeah. There's a... In uh, is uh, South America? No, no, it's it's not in South America. There's is it big, in Canada? You've heard about the serious in Canada proxy war going on there. The proxy w- the war, the humanitarian crisis. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, you have my vote. Triple eight seven twenty seven back is the phone number today. Something much more important than voting. Much more yes. important than your civic duty. The national. Football League starts tonight, so we do our uh, big picks. We do this every single year, um, and this is year number six. Um, now, if you look this over at... This dates back to the late 40s. I, it does date back. Late 40s. Uh, late, uh, go back quite a while. Uh, uh, Keith, are you... Uh, Keith is over there. But hmm? Keith is behind them. Well, Jeffy... <laughs> Is actually standing behind the chalkboard. We're having fun back there. Okay, I'm behind my desk where I do the show from. Yep. So uh, you will think this is be one of the highest rated uh, segments of all time. You will not be seeing Jeffy in it. That is uh, so perfect. we will pick for a draft order here. Keith will be our Vanna White. Oh, um, what? Yes, you're going to be. Uh, you guys, I'm going to let Pat draw. You know, got to let the uh, elder statesman uh, draw all the names here. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, oh, so this is for the, for the order. draft order. The draft order. Now, let's, can right. we just quickly, as, as Pat is drawing the names, uh, note that Keith knew he was going to be on television today and, and pulled out his Coolidge Dawes uh, This old thing from 100 years ago? Coolidge Dawes. That's hey, not he's still eligible. If you can get a heartbeat, maybe, let's run. And look at who I drew. Mm. Number one pick, Pat Gray. Me. All right, number two. Is going Election to be... Election was fixed. That's not fair. Uh, the... Wonderful and lovely Stu. Yes, Pat and Stu are one and two. Show here, Pat and Stu. Pat and Stu. Remember that. This is the snake thing. Yes, snake draft. Oh man. Uh, Jeffy (laughs) and then Keith. (laughs) I guess right. All right. Uh, That worked out nicely, did it not? Now make sure you write Jeffy's name right. Uh, Keith, are you hearing me? Keith, Keith. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure he understands. Got it. Okay. Fat. It's weird doing the show with Jeffy when you can't see him. Although weird or great? Pleasant. Uh, the second one. I would, I would, okay, yeah. so um, Pat, Stu. Okay. 
Jeffy, and Keith. That is the order. And Whoops. so we pick, here's the way this works. If you don't know, it's a uh, we draft uh, teams, and we can go over or under their win total. This is, comes from Vegas is the win total. So, for example, the Arizona Cardinals uh, have an over-under of 9.5 wins. If you think they'll have 10 wins, wins or more, you're going over 9.5. Everything is going nine wins or less for the season. They would go under nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, we will pick uh, uh, one side of that. So, like, for example, I could go with Arizona over. Pat could pick Arizona under. Um, however, we can't pick the same direction on the same team. Uh, finally, mm-hmm. uh, there are some stakes here. Uh, it is uh, what are the stakes, Keith? Well, uh, whoever finishes in last place will provide lunch for a month to everyone else. Mm. And I can run through some historical perspective, if you like. Please do. In quickly. 2010, you finished last, Stu. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bought ramen noodles for everyone. In 2011, <laughs> I did. I bought uh, beef bouillon cubes and a gallon of water. It was a long way. <laughs> that is true. 2012, Stu, last place again. Mm. Bags of popcorn for everyone. Those jumbo, like, life-size, you know, yes. full-size deals. Mm-hmm. 2013, Pat and Keith both uh, finished in last place. 7-Eleven gift cards. That was, that is, that was uh, one of the best ones, I gotta say. 2014, <laughs> uh, yeah, five dollars divided by a hey, month's worth. I, I, that was something Stretch I actually it, used, unlike the bullion cubes. 2014, <laughs> Jeffy and Keith finished in last... Are you sensing a trend here? Uh, Jeffy and Keith uh, tied for last Metafast Wafers and Werther's Originals. <laughs> Metafast <laughs> Wafers. And 2015, nice. before we get to what Jeffy's going to provide us for lunch-wise, um, oh, that's right. I, I want to uh, let you know, I came up with a formula on figuring out the standings and how this would all look out. If you get a point when you're not in last place, yes. you lose a point when you are in last place. You only lose a half point if you tie last place with someone. So after six years, Pat has plus 4.5 points. Nice. Congratulations, Pat. Jeffy Thank is you. in second place with uh, plus three points. Yeah. What? And <clears throat> Stu is in third place with plus two points. Those two Wait last a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Those That's two a last good place finishes. You like that? Wait a minute. That, that point Thank system you, makes no sense. It only rewards you for not being in last place. Well, since you only had to pay off the bet by finishing but in last that's place. that's silly. You should be like, second place should be worth more than third place, and first place should be worth more than third right. place. Well, well, then we'll I guess help so. you with your stats I'll go back and wait that for you. Uh, but first, uh, we, have the, we have our uh, picks to go here. Do we have a... Did Jeffy? Are you saying Jeffy never paid off his his? Oh uh, no, no. Today's the day. He has to do it okay. today, right? So okay. here we go. Uh, I, what do you got? What do you I got for actually us? was told that it was going to be Monday. Who told uh, you that? So you know the president. We always do it on a thir- the Thursday. We always do this on the Thursday. So I thought we did it when we gave the results last year. And what did Jeffy just get away with it? Now so we give him three months to remember. So Monday, six months. Uh, and I was told by the presentation coordinator that Monday was when the I was to presentation go to coordinator. Who is the, who is the presentation yeah. coordinator? The, the, the <laughs> coordinator across the way. Across the, the way. Across the way. Can you give us a name? The, 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 I just know. As if. I, I, can you give us a sex of this person, male or female? Holy presentation not to you, coordinator. The sex. Uh, that'll be handled by I, I will say this. Presentation I, coordinator. Think about what Jeffy just did there. That answer is better than Gary Johnson's Aleppo. It is. Yeah, it really is. Uh, presentation <laughs> coordinator? He should have said that. Um, I mean, okay. come on. All right, so first pick right. in the draft is Pat Gray. Belongs to me, and I am going to use it uh, for my team. Big surprise. Uh, and they've made this difficult for me. because they, And they do this every year with the Packers. It's I don't know what number. the hell... 11.5 is their over-under? Wow. And it is, of course, the highest in the NFL. <laughs> uh, and I'm still going to say over. So you'll do... Can you, get- um, do you Do you know that the Green Bay Packers are favored in every single game this mm. year? Favored in every game. So, uh, Green Bay, over. Yeah, thanks, Keith. How's that look? 
Uh, looks terrible, actually. I agree. Uh, should yeah. I start over? It should be yes. Why don't you erase it? Mm-hmm. I think maybe an up arrow, maybe an eleven point five mm-hmm. is the two things I want to see there. I want to see. I want to see the number too. Okay. okay. Wow, this erase. But you got to see the the sun. team I've chosen yes. as well. Yes, right? of course. Yes. Green GB, Bay. Green Bay. Eleven uh, five. Up arrow. All right. Does that work? Is it like a? Thumb I think up? that's fine. It looks okay. It That's looks like good. a lollipop, but hmm. okay. Um, for my uh, so Green Bay over for Pat. My first pick, uh, the second pick overall in the uh, over under draft. Uh, Stu selects under on the Dallas Cowboys. What's their number? Uh, Eight point five. Oh, oh, that's a good bet. Why? Because mm. oh, well, I don't like them. Number one. <laughs> number two, their quarterback's out for a few weeks, uh, and I'm I also just don't like them. They're they're gonna go over eight five. Do you like them at all? I mean, they don't even have a quarterback for the first few weeks. I mean, unless Dak Prescott is some... Well, they think he's he pretty good. I don't care. I'm, I still yeah, don't they like do. him. That's going to actually And help. they brought in your boy, Sanchez. Yeah, I know. I believe yeah. me. I saw him play enough. Okay, uh, Mr. Uh, Fisher is up next. Jeffy? Uh, the, yeah. uh, New England Patriots, 10-5. They'll go over that, even with Brady down for a couple games. Yep, he's going to miss the first four games. Uh, oh, they're not going over. Oh, dang it, I forgot about that. That would have been a great underpick. Well, you can still do it. You're uh, saying you're saying over? Oh, yeah, they'll still do it. They'll, they'll win 11 or 12 games, no problem. Uh, no, they won't. Not without Brady. For four games? Really? That still gives them 12 wins. Yeah, like the, <laughs> they go 12 and if 0. they win every single game with Tom Brady, Keith with the real pageantry of the pick, it doesn't even say it; just writes it on the board so no one knows. Uh, Chicago, hello, radio un- audience. Under seven point five is his pick in the first round. Now, Snake Draft is uh, in okay. play here, so he picks two, okay, two in so a row. Wait a minute. So, what if you're going Chicago? Chicago, Chicago under, under seven and a half under. wins, then Tennessee over five and a half wins. Keith. Wow. Uh, under seven and a half. Bold, yeah. B- and yeah. Tennessee over. Right. I, uh, you see why I'm upset. always in last place. I am upset by this. Uh, was very see. much going to pick Tennessee over. Uh, that was uh, one of my big picks. Uh, I think Mariota will be pretty good. I think they'll have a good season. I think they'll win seven or eight games. Exciting rookies on that team. Uh, I'm very annoyed at you because I was like, I, that was actually the pick I wanted most. Yeah. And I held off thinking that someone would want Dallas, so I went with Dallas first. <laughs> Crap. Right. Mm. Uh, now come up uh, next with Jeff Fisher with his second round How pick. You do- whoa, whoa, put some clothes on, man. What do you got back here? Um, Cleveland Browns, they got to win more than four and, a, four and a half games, right? <laughs> I don't know. They don't have to, no. I know they don't. But, but, you, but yeah, that's a good pick because that's, I mean, that's tough for an Long NFL number team in the NFL. To, to lose less than five games. To win less oh, than five? Come on. <sighs> Uh, they don't look Ooh. good. I'll say that. I know they don't. I know. <laughs> uh, that I will that say might that. have been a good underpass. So who's going to be the quarterback for uh, Cleveland this year? Cleveland Browns. RG three will start the year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so that's they, right. Okay. you know, but I mean, they're they're in they're in, they got some difficult. But who's going to finish the year as their quarterback? I think it's the bigger question. Yes. Uh, I will select with my next pick here in the second round, and I will take the Washington Redskins and go over seven point five wins. Can you say that word on the radio and the TV? Oh, believe me, I can. Did you just say the Washington Redskins? Redskins. <gasps> that identifies someone of the Native American population. <laughs> By a skin color they don't actually have. The hateful uh, racism of your racist Redskins. I will go over seven and a half for the Redskins. Redskins. Um, by the way, uh, um, I had a fantasy football draft last night, um, which I did okay in. Um, but I, I traditionally will buy a fantasy football magazine. 
uh, every year. And I don't like, I like, for some reason, I like to have the magazine and not online, you know, to do some prep. So I'm reading, and I go through all the teams, and I like to read the changes that every team has made to get prepped. And when I get to the end, I see, uh, you know, Tennessee Titans, uh, San Francisco 49ers, hmm. uh, mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Rams are now a, a team. Um, at the very end, Washington. <laughs> no, oh, man. Maybe they, they, look, it's the Every, end of the magazine. They could have run out of ink, too. No, it was not oh, the end of the magazine. Man. They just wrote Washington. Pat Gray is up for his second round pick. That's a tough one because um, I don't know. I just don't know. Oh, I, I honestly picture, right. do not know. Look what are you this, doing? Uh, can we show this picture here? Uh, here it is. Uh, this is not the way to do television. Is that how you do this? Uh, no. no. You not guys really. make it look so Tennessee easy. Tennessee Titans. And why? I sent it to Keith because I knew he would like it. Tennessee Titans on one page, oh, yeah. Washington on the other. Send like that. It. Maybe you can send it to uh, Andrew okay. and we can actually put it on the screen instead of holding your phone up. Okay. Pat, right. what do you got? Uh, so you know, Pat is up. All right. Two. I'll take the, uh, despite the fact that I don't like them, I'll take the Seahawks for over. 10.5. Oh. We'll go I feel over. like Keith is surprised every single time he writes something down how small the box is. <laughs> it gets smaller, I think, as you move it to the right there. No. Just kind of. What's next, Pat? Pat, uh, uh, his so, third round pick for Pat. Uh, and for my uh, third round pick, um, you know, I'm tempted to, to, to say the 49ers over 5.5. I know they don't have a good quarterback, but they got to win more than five games, I right? Know. Yeah, and I That's know you felt was, about Cleveland. Said I was tempted to say that, Keith. I didn't say that I was going with that. But now that you've done it, let's just keep it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Very well. What the heck? We'll good, do that. Because the eraser doesn't work. All right. Uh, up next, Stu. Stu Bergier. Mm-hmm. A very difficult pick here. <clears throat> no, what we're going to pick. I am going to go... Mm-hmm. With a team. You know you're going to pick it. Just do it. <laughs> no, I don't know what I'm going to pick here. Yeah, I've got, I got a few choices here. Uh, come on. You've got to stop it. got to go with the, stop the your stupid Philadelphia you. Eagles, don't you? If I'm going to go to the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm picking under. <laughs> you're under <laughs> oh, six and a half. Oh, you can't uh, steal mine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll go the Arizona Cardinals over 9.5. Ah, that was going to be my other choice. <laughs> Darn you, but. Yeah, that's I, I, that's a good know, bet. They're good. Yeah, how'd they get a number like nine five? I don't know. I mean, they were one of the best teams in the league last year. Obviously, yeah, didn't they win? What they win? Twelve? Twelve? I think, or it could have been eleven. But eleven and five, or twelve and four. Pittsburgh, Maybe it was even thirteen and three. I don't know. But they were. They went to the. Carolina I mean, if, Par, if Palmer stays healthy, is the big question with Arizona. Yeah. Their defense is yeah. excellent. Their skill positions are pretty damn good. Yeah. Uh, the question is, can uh, Palmer stay healthy? If he does, they're going to be they're going to be good. Really good team and win easily nine and a half. So I will go. Over yeah, nine and that's a good there. pick. Thank you. you, thank you, Pat. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, Jeff Fisher, who will probably pick spoons and over eighteen. Are you going to put clothes <laughs> back on at some point today? I uh, maybe. Okay. I uh, man, I like Carolina too. Carolina's strong team, but I, all I've picked is overs, so we'll stick with overs. Carolina can win more than ten and a half games, no problem. All right. And, of course, they did that last year made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, MVP of the league, Cam Newton, last year. Uh, so, Jeffy goes with Carolina over 10 and a half. Keith Malinak is up for two picks. I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders, soon to be the Las Vegas Raiders. And 
<laughs> they are going to be over eight and a half. I'll say that does not look like the money for that stadium is going to come through. Okay. Which is bizarre because you've got nonstop billionaires running casinos and they can't pay for their own freaking stadium. Uh, instead, they have, still have to go to the taxpayers for well, it. So that money has come from me. Uh, so you went what? See. Over? I went Oakland. Oakland. Eight and a half. Over. Over, okay. okay. I do like Derek Carr. Yeah. Uh, they've got, I mean, I love Amari Cooper. That's a, it's a, it's a really interesting team. I am going to go with Miami. Seven and a half. Over. Seven and a half mm. over for Miami. Over. All right. Uh, and now we have Jeff Fisher, uh, who's been summarized, of course. If you see on the board, his name is written as something else, uh, which is not. Well, Jeff. that's not how you spell Jeffy? It's close to how you spell it. Yes, so that is how you spell it. people know Jeffy. In this particular case, that is how you spell it. Okay. Uh, Jeffy? Closer to Pat than I realized. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I didn't. It it actually uh, applies to both of us. Uh, So (laughs) it works out really well. All right. uh, Jeffy, you're up. Um, Boy, I would love... To see the Jets go under seven and a half. Oh, so would I, but they're not going to. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm saying they will. Really? Yeah. Jets. You're going to say under yeah. on the Jets. Okay. Under? Under on the Jets. Okay. In case you're just joining us, it's the over-under the over under draft. Uh, I know it's, it's wishful thinking. It's over-under how I many wins the these teams will have for the season as the NFL too. season kicks off tonight. <clears throat> uh, my pick is up next, and I will go... Let me pick, so I have two more picks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, and this number is too high. I don't understand why it's so high. Uh, the, uh, the Las Vegas wants to win. They, yeah, that's they, exactly yeah, they want right. to take your money from they are you, good so at that's this. why. They are good at putting they it really right are. in uncomfortable area. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'll go Cincinnati Bengals over nine and a half, which Ooh. is, it's, I like Cincinnati. They seem to play well in the regular season. They'll have Dalton back this year. Uh, it's a little bit, I, if it was eight and a half, I'd be all over this. I'm a little concerned at nine and a half, but I'll stick with it anyway. Cincinnati Bengals over nine and a half. Okay. Two from you, Pat. Uh, two for me. And then it's over, right? Well, then we're done? Well, then you get to challenge. We yeah, we challenge. Do, we do the challenge. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I got to do my usual, I guess. I'll do the, I'll do the Texans as I leave the shot here and I know, I come should. back. And Houston over eight and a half, which is probably a stupid pick because mm. uh, they got an unproven quarterback. Uh, we'll see. They have a quarterback. Well, it's uh, what's his face, uh, Brock, uh, Brock Osweiler, Osweiler oh, okay. from from Denver for a couple weeks. And then uh, for Denver to be nine and a half, that might be a little generous for them. We'll see tonight, but I'm not going to go with Denver. So don't write that down yet. I haven't done a thing. What are you talking okay. about? Okay. <laughs> All right. I have Keith that we can see. This is too uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're uh, Boy, the, the pickings are slim now, aren't they? Yes. It's not that you don't usually use the word slim around the show. So. <laughs> no, you really don't. Uh, only in that context yeah. does it ever happen. Uh, let's say. You know, because the Rams are now in Los Angeles and it's exciting and, man, they're going to get over 20,000 fans in that 100,000-seat stadium. Jeff Fisher's going to have those guys cranked. I'm going to say Rams over. 7-5. Interesting. The first number one overall quarterback uh, to start the year on, uh, what was it, uh, inactive since Jamarcus Russell, Oakland. Really? Mm-hmm. And then the Eagles, who no one thought they were going to play their uh, their first-round pick, they are going to play Carson Wentz as a first-round pick. 
Um, I will go. Uh, be fun if he set the world on fire. It would be. Uh, you know what? This is a good way for except gonna, when they play the Packers. I'm going to hedge my life here a little bit and take the Philadelphia Eagles under <laughs> six point five. Whoa. Because if they go over, I'll be happy. <laughs> um, and I honestly think you know this is going to be a rebuilding year. Carson Wentz coming from North Dakota State to the NFL. I honestly think they'll probably go five and eleven. So I'll go. Um, I'll go under six point five. It's, it's you know their defense actually could uh, could surprise some people. It's, they're going to have a pretty good defense. But you know what? If I get this one wrong, I'll be happy. Uh, Pat, uh, excuse me, I was going to say Pat is up, but he is not. It is Jeffy. Jeffy? We still, have, we still have one more pick. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. Here, one, more, one more pick, and then we have the challenge picks. <laughs> That's a fun shot of his shoes. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it is, yeah. And, and to be is. clear, the reason why Jeffy, normally we would try to hide you uh, from, from the shot. But the reason why Jeffy is doing this is because he's so stubborn, he refuses because they put the board in front of where he normally stands to move. And he says, uh, well, I, uh, this is where I do the show. Yeah, this is where I do the show. It's my desk. <laughs> and, and we're still waiting. I don't know if you know that, but we are. Yeah, actually. and we're still out live broadcasting, so it would be nice if you picked somebody. You know, no. This is a segment, you know, not an hour. Well, we could make it an hour easy. Uh, uh, no question about well, that. You, but let's with not. you involved, yes, we could. <laughs> so pick. So, before midnight, yeah. if you please. I mean, I, why? All right, we'll go with the Buccaneers. I have to pick the Buccaneers every year for at least a... Tampa Bay? And they are to over do what? numbers 7.5. I'd love to see them go over, but under. 7.5 under for Jeffy. Okay, Keith, final pick of the normal draft, and we have a challenge round. A challenge round. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Buffalo, 8.5, over. Okay, Buffalo over oh, eight and a half. Yeah, yeah it, could, it could happen. I, I just have no faith in Rex Ryan. Right. Okay, now the next round is a challenge round, starting with Keith. Did um, you say under? The I said over. Over. For that? What you do in the challenge round is you pick. You have to pick against someone else. Uh, so, if, if you know, for example, Pat picked the L.A. Rams over seven and a half. Keith is coming in with the L.A. Rams under seven and a half with his no, challenge. Oh, uh, uh, excuse me, yes, under, sorry. Um, good. Now, so right. now you have a double-sided arrow. You love it. Okay. Unbelievable. Uh, then it's uh, uh, Jeffy. Jeffy up. Challenge somebody else, Jeffy. You may need to come out from behind the... Uh, the I wrote your, Oh, you already wrote them all down? I wrote some of them, okay, wrote some of them down. You okay. Oh, you've got an 18 on this paper back here. My name's not even up here. I don't know what... I don't see which one I've yeah. picked. Yeah, well, you can't Fat challenge yourself. So it's right here. Fat. This is your column right here? Perhaps you can't that's read that because it's spelled with the PH. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> We've PH balanced the board that way. It's the Latin version of your name? Mm. Um, get away from mine. Oh, jeez. Get yeah, away Seattle. from mine. Seattle, under, under that. Under that, under that. I hope you're right, actually. Under, uh, I like that pick, actually, under 10.5, Jeffy, because their offensive line is a shambles. Jimmy Graham's not healthy. Uh, they really they don't have Lynch anymore. I mean, this you know people love a ten and a half is a big number for Seattle this year. Um, a lot of people challenging Pat. Okay, um, I will uh, I will reverse this here and be and I'm sorry because uh, I love you guys, but uh, the Cleveland Browns under four and a half, uh, and I will also be challenging Pat. I don't know why everyone thinks Pat is. Oh no, I'm, I'm doing fat. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're doing fat. I'm, I'm, I'm challenging fat. Um, oh, the Cleveland? Yes. Yeah, under, that, Cleveland, under four and a half, I will go. 
And I will say that, you know. The guy would more than four and a half. You would think that's true, but a 5 and 11 season can happen to a team that's halfway decent. 5 and 11? Uh, Cleveland uh, is not is over that team. four and a half. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Hey, you so, know what? Let's give him some props Thank you. now. Thank you. Get a little quick math that. on the Thank fly. You. So, yeah, I'll go under Cleveland So uh, for my last pick there. Pat, with the final pick of the draft, is going to challenge one other. I'm going to challenge uh, Stuber Gear oh. uh, with Dallas, and I'm going to say over. Wow. Eight and a half. I mean, their That's team overall is good bet. enough. They're I, really good. I mean, the pick, Cowboys are good. It was a pick based on their quarterback situation, which is a disaster. I know. Uh, although, but you know, people, maybe if Dak Romo Prescott's comes great. back within the four weeks that they think he's going to, I think they'll be fine. Maybe they can get above eight and a half. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Wow. Let's get the line of final shot of the uh, big board there and uh, let people uh, look at it one more time. It's our annual picks. And then, Jeffy, you are going to be providing lunch for the rest of the month. In fact, the whole month. Yeah, I know. 30 I, days. What are you bringing us, by the way? Uh, Do we know yet? Yeah, well, I know what it is. Yes, I'm going to okay. deliver it on Monday. That's what the event coordinator said was the day. There's no event coordinator. You're lying. Be um, Monday was supposed to be the... Okay. So yeah, Monday we'll all, right. all have lunch, and we'll have it for an entire month on Jeffy. Uh, <clears> thank <throat> you, Jeffy. We appreciate it. Uh, and thanks for uh, alerting us that we have an event coordinator. <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, that, right. what's that person's name? It's <sighs> <Scoot> break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is your home at risk? You know, because a lot of our homes are. Yeah, uh, 55%. Sure. Of our homes are at risk from what are called danger zones. Yeah, we're talking natural disasters mainly. I mean, because I guess mm-hmm. any home can be uh, in uh, the area that could be hit by a, a man-made disaster. Um, all but, homes are. Yeah, really. All homes are. That's hundred percent. Are in an area where you know we could all be affected by the economy. Could all be affected by job loss. Terrorism. We could all be affected by terrorism. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of ways that the food supply can be cut off. Yep, my Patriot Supply, however, is gonna, is there to help you prep for this uh, if you. Want to take a minor step to get yourself in and your family in a position to weather one of these storms? Uh, they will help you with that. $99 will get you four weeks of food. Another way of looking at this, by mm. the way, and I don't know if they want us talking about it this way, but if you have a family of four, this is like an extended 72-hour kit. You're going to be able to get a week's worth of food for four people. I know this is Jeffy-level math yeah. here. But, I mean, yeah. the point is, though, if you want to say, like, all right, I want to go and get um, uh, you know, my family prepared. I have a family of four. I'm going to get it prepared for just the basics, so a week of food. You can do that this way, too, and it lasts up to 25 years or even a year after being opened. It's a good way to look at it. Uh, so don't wait until dis- disaster strikes because by that time, it's just plain too late. Yeah. Get prepared right now by going to preparewiththeblaze.com yep. or give them a call, 888 And I'm going to probably buy 50 of these, Pat. You're going to buy 50 of them. That is the limit of two per, per caller. Oh, no. So you can't do that. I can't do that. But uh, you go online and uh, go to preparewiththeblaze.com or give them a call today at 888 All right. This is uh, somewhat interesting. Brown University student body president is going to be hand-delivering tampons to all non-residential bathrooms on campus, including the men's room, uh, with the help of 20 other students. Uh, uh, 
you know, maybe the Brown University Ivy League students aren't quite as smart as we thought they no. were. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess men that's an interesting... don't, as a rule, now I'm just speaking in generalities here, men don't, as a rule, menstruate. Mm. No, but you can use um, the tampons for many other things. Can you? Know? I mean, uses well, like... earrings, we know that. Earrings, earrings. we've seen that. We've seen that. Seen nosebleed. Nosebleed? nosebleed? Okay. Tampons for they, nosebleed? I guess yeah. they're absorbent. Uh, yes, they are. Um, I've just never heard of it. You, you but, scrape yeah, it your arm, scrape your leg. You can soak up the cuts. I mean, you can use them for other purposes. You don't need you don't need a body paper towel, I guess, if uh, if you have one of these. Correct. Handy. Plus, uh, who's to say that uh, there won't be uh, a uh, female use that particular restroom? Well, well a female wouldn't because it's the men's room. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay. So now, well, are what you if trying she's say, feeling like a man that day, though? <laughs> what a man? What if, I feel like a woman. Uh, yes, or, or a woman who a feels like a man. Woman, I feel like a man. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I mean, how they often? should go to the women's room. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, wow, <laughs> wow, that was hateful. Be, uh, oh my gosh, I didn't realize we were on the hating hate show today. <laughs> The hateful, well, I mean, I, uh, hating hater show. I could, I, maybe I didn't explain uh, fully. Yeah. And, 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 and Maybe. maybe should, yeah, why don't you clarify a little bit? Sure. Okay. If you're a, a woman, you should go to the women's room. Oh, my God. Um, and then you should, what, 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 what I should point out, on the men's room, that is an important option here that we should discuss. You shouldn't <laughs> go there. Are you listening to this, wow. America? Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow! Well, there's two choices, if, right? And, what I, I, is this? Eighteen thirty-six. I know. I, I, you know. Holy crap! I know he's sitting next to you right now, still. But I, I want to uh, move away from him I, wow. because the I, hatred look, I that is spilling out of him right now. I don't want to be infected by it. Well, here, here's the thing: if you're a woman and you go up yeah. to the two is, rooms, are you continuing? Yeah. No, I want to make sure people and understand. One, one says men, and one, one says, says women. women. You should choose the women's one. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't hear an answer. I don't either. Well, I would say because I shut I him could. down there. I shut no, his ass great, down. It was a great point and a good follow-up. Uh-huh. What I would say is it's because you're a woman. And you should choose that. What? One. Are we still on the air? <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, uh, now, my. I guess the, the theory here, and I guess what we're supposed to take from this, is if you're a, a woman who is a transgendered mm-hmm. woman yep. who has still who believes they're a man but still has a menstrual cycle, <laughs> and you right. choose the men's room, you have to be able to get the free tampons. Right. Yes. That's what we're expected to believe. Which proves that you're not a man now that you've gotten into that room. If you have a menstrual cycle, <laughs> yeah, right? right, right. I mean, I, I get, I know I'm, yeah. we're very early in this process, and please excuse my incredible ignorance on this and hate. topic. Don't forget hate. I forgot about hate. Um, yeah. But <laughs> it, it, if you still have a menstrual cycle, <sighs> now and let me ask you this. Oh, boy. I don't want to say I shouldn't ask. I, this is an honest question, but I don't think I can ask honest questions. I do feel like Jeffy might not have the answer to it, though. If you're a woman and you have the surgery to become a man, mm-hmm. you're, you don't have a menstrual cycle anymore, right? I mean, is, is, it, is it a all-encompassing kind of comprehensive surgery, right? I, mean, yes, you, I think so. I honestly don't yeah, know. No, I think. Now, so I don't know how it would operate if if you did still have it, but I mean, well, it, it would take a lot. You need a lot smaller tampon. But anyway, 
You think about that. Take that with you. <laughs> not no, I'm not going to think about that at all. I'm going to I'm going to skip that. And I'm going to tell you the quote from Viet Nguyen, who is the president of the Undergraduate Council of Students. Here's what he said. There's, Wait there's, a minute. You can say that women have to go into women's bathroom, but I can't say they need a smaller tampon. Oh, no, I'm not hitting. I'm not slapping my okay. palm to my head because of what you said. I'm saying in the country we live in. Yeah, that was because, the motivation I mean, for that. Listen to this. This kid is the president of the a student council of Brown University, and here's what this dumbass says: <laughs> There's been a lot of conversation about why pads and tampons are ne- are a necessity, not a luxury, but not a lot of action. We wanted to take it into our own hands. Low-income students struggle with having ne- the ne- the necessary funding for food, let alone tampons. Okay, I, I can go buy. I can I can buy that. Yes, brown students are generally rich, but I'm sure not all, and some are on scholarship, and some can't afford it. I, I mean, if you're a brown, you can probably afford a tampon. I don't know, but let's put that aside. Here comes the madness. Uh. By putting menstrual products in women's, men's, and gender-inclusive bathrooms, Wynn aims to, quote, set a tone of trans-inclusivity and not forget that they're an important part of the population. Oh, my gosh. I mean, really? No. Because, as Stu is... Pointing out, you go into the men's bathroom. You're not going to repeat what he just said a little bit ago, are you? You should be a man. Holy crap. Okay. If if you're a woman going into the men's bathroom, you're not a... You're not, you're not a you're not a man. I'll say this, Jeffy. I can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> I can't. I. It's almost sickening. Is it almost hurting your eardrums to listen to it? It really is. Yeah. Uh, it's it like really a is. brain aneurysm. Um, we actually had. Uh, there was another story mm. we didn't get to on radio today. That was um, a, a. I think it was a college professor who had the gall to say all students matter. Oh my God. All students matter. No, he did not. He did? No, he did not. He did. Now, I hate to use the word he, because it indicates that this person might have a gender. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, it? But, Can you say it? <laughs> I guess that's better. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it is. I, okay. It is. It, uh, you need to use the right pronoun. <laughs> it is? Okay. You need to use the correct pronoun, though, right? Which is... G? Is it G? G. Is G. G okay? G, yeah. Just go with it, because I'm not positive on the G thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I said uh, all students matter, and there's apparently a big uh, uproar over saying that all students matter. Can you imagine thinking that all students matter instead of just one colored students? Like if you, no. Is there's, there's five, five different colors? Did they say to him, what are you, Martin Luther King? <laughs> you bastard. We all it. hated that guy, and now you're trying to emulate him. <laughs> I don't think they, they hated him. Uh, no. Okay, maybe amazingly, I misunderstood. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazingly amazing. I, I don't know what else to say about it. It was just amazing. More patents, too. Amazingly. Coming up. And I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be amazing. Am I right? I know. I'm pretty sure. So we'll see. I mean, don't hold me to that. <laughs> don't quote me, obviously. Because... Uh, I'm not positive, but I, I think it'll be at least okay, passable, you know. Uh, hi. <laughs> 
888-727-BECK. It's Pat and Stu. Um, the U.S. Joint Special Operations Command, or JSOC, as those of us in the know, you know, have been there and done that. Right, um, when people come up to us all the time and say, what do you think about JSOC? We say, uh, 18. Which is, but they know uh, what we mean by that. But we know Because we we're insiders into the JSOC world. Right. You know? JSOC and Aleppo. Or we, Pat has mm-hmm. two bumper stickers on his car he's added recently. One is, I heart JSOC, and the other yeah. is, I don't, don't heart, heart Aleppo. Aleppo. <laughs> and to me, that one's the more meaningful, really, because of what's going on there. What, I, I want people to know that I don't heart it at all. No. I, I just do not heart it. I thought it was a strange choice to actually... Type the word heart out instead of using the heart as a symbol? Well, I, I, I wanted to be unique. Okay. God, I, mean, just, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, okay. if you're going to use the symbol, why would you spell the word? I. You might go love. A lot of people right. just, just say, say, I don't love. I don't love. Would you say Aleppo? But I said, you converted I don't it to the symbol and then converted it back into to the, the word, word. Which I thought was a weird yeah. choice. Yeah, just uh, that's how I roll. Okay. I, you know what I mean? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. The uh, JSOC is best known for the Obama, uh, Osama, not the Obama, the Osama bin Laden raid. uh, But it's long served, which, by the way, the president of the United States, Barack Obama, made the toughest choice in 500 years to go ahead and kill him. The The most difficult choice for 9-11. Yes, it was tough to decide. Do I Kill the man who killed 3,000 American citizens? Or, or or do I give him a sandwich? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> right. took him six months to make that decision. But in the end, he didn't get the sandwich. He got the <laughs> bullet in the head. So, wow. that's several of them. Yeah, it was tough. So, five decision. years? It was, some people have said, a lot of people are saying, hardest decision of all time. Like, harder than dropping the nuclear bomb. Oh, Hiroshima my gosh. Oh, Nagasaki. far, far harder. That. that seems like a real difficult decision. No, I mean, not compared to... Obviously, it's a, the, the, the death toll is so high, and you don't want it to drag on, but it's also opening up a new mm-hmm. door, nuclear weapons. Right. Do you pull the trigger on that? That You're was saying, easy. That's like, what am I going to have for lunch today? Compared to, do I, do I kill Osama bin Laden... Well, like, With special forces, or do I give them a sandwich? Well, what about like, hey, we're having this huge battle about slavery. Do we go to war against our own people? Easy. Simple. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, should I have a piece of pie? Yeah. In comparison. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Yes. The killing uh-huh. the worst uh-huh. terrorist in American yes. history? Like, yes. that seems to me to be like, hey, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> How many times... Even during this election cycle, now Hillary has been saying it. She's been out saying it, and was Not it Tim Kaine? Years was it? No, he's like made this incredibly difficult choice. I saw him agonize over one of the hardest decisions a president's ever had to make. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's so weird. I, I don't. I don't uh, even understand the approach. Like, for example, we like, made that decision in one Right? right. I mean, the decision was made. Kill him at pretty much any cost. Yeah. Like, for example, to give you, this was not the way that this, the, the percentage play here. But if you were only had a chance of a 1% chance of taking out Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. and there was a 50% chance that all the troops going there to, would die, right? Every single one of those troops 
would take that out, those odds and try to kill him. No question about it. No question about it. No question about it. And it wasn't nearly that idea because even if you go there, the they, seals were all. They believed it was more than a fifty percent chance they were going to get him. First of all, right. Second of all, they believed there was much better than a fifty percent chance these people would survive because even either right. it's successful and they kill him and they get back okay, and the seals or even if it survive. wasn't successful, Not always, they could still get back yes. okay. Yes. Um, so the chances of them surviving, there was a risk to their lives, which there always, always is, is like this. But they always, they don't always come back. But they, I mean, do you know They're they the do hundreds, the they do thousands of operations like this. Right, and I would assume had failed trying to kill Osama bin Laden probably dozens of times. Probably. And just came back and it was like, oh, well, we didn't get him again. Right. I mean, we had tried and, and thought we had killed him yes. several times before. This is the easiest decision uh, in history, when it comes to military, because no one, no one would complain, including most likely the lie, the, the, the relatives of those Navy SEALs who would say, you know what, I'm sorry we lost him, but he went in doing what he believed in and trying to take out the world's worst terrorist. Who the yeah. hell? I mean, if you're in right. the military, it's the ultimate sacrifice. Right. It's the sacrifice that you... It's like it's almost like you're up in the bottom of the ninth inning with two outs, and you have a chance to win the game in the World Series. That's what you get into baseball for. These guys got into the Navy SEALs to do this specific thing. All of them would oh, take a terrible right. risk-reward situation to do it. None of them would doubt for a second. No military family would say, oh, I can't believe you guys went in there because you only thought there was a 10% chance you'd get Osama bin Laden. They'd all be like, oh, my God, a 10% chance. Do it now. You don't wait six months. We're so lucky we still got him, and he didn't get word that we had his location. I mean, I, it is on the level of one of the easiest military decisions to <laughs> ever make. There's no doubt about that. And how do we know that? Well, look at the reaction from the families and the friends, the loved ones of the 24 SEALs who did die on the worst day in Navy SEAL history when that helicopter was shot yeah. down by the Taliban as they went through that. They're, they're, nobody's complaining about that. Right. I mean, you're sad. They didn't get any. They didn't get their job done even that time. Right. And they, they still were no ramifications for the administration. Right. Nobody's out protesting. Why did my son die in that helicopter crash? Uh, why did you? And, and there's some questions around that. There's there's serious questions around that operation and why it went down the way it did and why things happened the way they did. And still there were no ramifications for the administration. Yeah. And th so you didn't get it for that, but you're going to get it for uh, trying to kill Osama bin Laden. Where, it's ridiculous. Where people tend to be upset Asinine. Uh, is, uh, are in things like Benghazi when there's no clear mission, yeah. no acknowledged mission at all yeah. to put these people in danger. You're talking about a situation where they were doing something shady, not going in to try to kill a terrorist, but they were in there trying. Gun running has been obviously highly rumored and at this point largely confirmed that something like that was going on. Yeah, uh, They didn't have, it was sloppy, they didn't have the security, blah, blah, blah. But, the, I mean, we have soldiers, and this is a sad commentary, but we have soldiers who die, especially during that period, regularly in these conflicts. Um, we've had thousands Thousands of soldiers have died trying to fight for our freedom in that area. Mm -hmm. um, and while we all look at the, that and say each one of them is a horrific tragedy, 
even when they're not in the middle of trying to kill Osama bin Laden, we still say, look, they were going, they were trying to fight for what was right, and they mm-hmm. did what they did because they believed in it. And while it's a tragic loss, um, you know, uh, we honor them for what they've sacrificed. We don't say, hey, Barack Obama, how dare you have people hanging out at the base that, got, that, that get killed? In, in it, we, the whole goal was to kill Osama bin Laden from the beginning. Right. You would risk uh, all sorts of things to try to get that done. And we have. Uh, the idea that that's controversial is, is asinine. It's, it's it asinine. I, I can't even believe there's. And not only have they said it, they've said it for like four years. It's amazing. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more. Pat Stewart coming up. So we don't have to talk anymore. All right, Jeffy, go ahead. What do you got? <clears throat> Hit us. What do you got today? What's your, With your big, room? Uh, One of my favorite stories, uh, actually, is uh, this old guy who's 70 years old. And I say old guy, you know, mm-hmm. age is only relevant. Well, the especially to you, because this is like a child. I mean, yeah, a little kid. Yeah. Uh, do you think it should be okay for someone that young to be married? I was just going to, I mean, he made the decision, right? But but he's paying for it, and he was very upset about it. Really? And they were arguing with his wife, and he told her, you know what? I'm out. And he goes and robs a bank. He goes into the bank, mm-hmm. gives them the note, says he has a gun, wants them the money. They give him the money. He goes out. He sits down on the park bench and waits for the guard to come by. And his guard says, yeah, I'm the one you're looking for. <laughs> I'd rather be in jail than with my wife. <laughs> what? I'm out. I don't even want to live with my wife anymore. I'd rather be in prison. You could move. Yeah, you you could leave her. No, no because then, her. then you'd have to worry about then you have to worry about you know working and eating in jail. You get the three squares, place to sleep. It's not that bad a deal. <laughs> it's not it's just, that bad a deal. You meet some nice uh, men, um, right? You learn some, try, learn to try some new things. Mm-hmm. You do learn to try some new things. <laughs> You do need to, you know, you get a, a different perspective on life. Would you say maybe experimentation there are time, there are would be times, you know, you look, at, you look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure you do. Sure you do. Is this right. real or is this like a, like a punchline for, to a joke? No, it's been, uh, On the story? He yeah, really, I mean, he did, really did. He sat down and waited for them to come? Yes. Uh, in uh, Kansas City, he gave uh, That is a weird way to leave your wife. Why not at least try to get away with it? Right, like so, yeah, you, you get and the go money. live a better life somewhere else. Right, get the money and like just take off for. He's seventy. Seriously, he's seventy. Just, just put me in jail. I don't want to be with her anymore. I don't want to be with her. I don't want to be with anyone. Just put me. in well, jail. Well, he's going to be with are someone. Are you still talking as the person in the story, or are you just? <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I'm I mean, just that, that, that some people feel that way. Didn't it? It sound <laughs> really mean, real because like, I know those words were not in the story. Right, I'm the story. <laughs> Didn't, it didn't say. I don't want to be with her. I don't want to be with anyone. I didn't hear any of that. And, and, and the wife's name is not Amber in the story. I don't know why you said that. Did I say? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>